0: Welcome back to the resupply with just me guy next door <laughs> uh bringing you your semi regular double tap of all things space rings and nasal force um good morning, everyone. I hope everyone's doing good Auntie two, thank you very much for the follow uh I saw that pop up just before we went live. really appreciate it uh just you and everything comes through shit what's 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 shit what's what's going on? is the mic not working? You're freaking me out Andrew what's going on? um <laughs> that's all good that's all good um so yeah uh welcome welcome to the show for this morning um as <laughs> as um as I discussed or as I put out on Facebook um it's it's just me today well it's just me for the first little bit anyway uh the boys are both being responsible uh, family men, uh, and, uh, living up to what they should be doing on the weekends, which is hanging out with, uh, with their families. So, um, what I've done is, uh, well, whilst the, whilst the adults are out of the room, shenanigans are afoot. Um, it's always your fault, you know this? It's sometimes, is, sometimes. Is. Um, so we got a we got a bit of a show today. Uh, we have a couple of a couple of fill-ins, late last minute fill-ins, because if there's anything that we do really well here, it's not being prepared. That's what we do really well. Um, last minute special guests is kind of a thing that happens. Um, so you were sounding very statically like a robot. I mean, I need to get a I need to get a voice changer for D and D. Gray's actually got one, and it sounds friggin' awesome. Um, We'll we'll take care of some housekeeping stuff first, and then we'll get into um, we'll get into the show. the the very first thing. And I see that he's popped up in chat over there, uh, right there, that guy there. Massive, massive, massive! Happy birthday to you, Soul. Uh, I, I haven't messaged you already yet today, but I did see it's your birthday, so happy birthday to you. Um, massive happy birthday to Heathen. I think it was your birthday earlier in the week. Uh, and a big old happy birthday to uh, Thunder for tomorrow, but today in New Zealand. So happy birthday from the future. Um, so make sure you go and celebrate with some laser force, uh, however you can, because uh, I'm pretty sure you guys in, in New South Wales are are still able to play. I assume <laughs> not like those uh, not like those southerners, those Victorians locked in their houses. Um, the other thing I want to talk about was, uh, um, oh, actually, yeah, can we have some birthday Regis? If you've got them, chuck up some birthday Regis in chat. That'd be, that'd be super awesome. Um, the other thing I want to talk about, if, uh, for anyone that's ordered merch, this guy right here, uh, production is underway. Uh, you're on the way to Hunter Valley for some wine tasting, chocolate and cheese. What are you an adult (laughs) go go play some laser tag you wussy um anyone that ordered any merch production is underway uh they will be done next week so we'll have them in time for basically new zealand based peeps uh if you didn't order shame on you um no, no no uh if what i meant to say was if you ordered and you're overseas uh it'll take a little while to get there um i'll try and send those out basically as soon as i get them if it's not before the tournament it'll be a couple of days after so expect your merch to arrive in 2022 um based on how overseas carriers have been gone um uh what was the other thing um i think we i think that's pretty much it in terms of the housekeeping i hope everyone's had a, a good week um I'm going to bring on our first guest. So, um, he's someone that's been around the scene. Well, he he he's like, a, oh, what's the best way to describe him? He he was on the scene, a prominent figure on the scene, many 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 years ago. Um, <laughs> but he uh, he's recently gotten contact um, uh, partially. I mean, the, the timing kind of worked out well because uh, obviously we decided to put on this tournament, and he's decided that he's going to come up and play it. Uh, but I'll bring him on. Bear with me two seconds, please. Welcome to the show, Stallion. Hey, man. Oh, there's a right click. There we go. Can you can we can you hear us? Can we hear you?
1: I hope you can hear me. We can hear you.
0: you. Excellent. We're off to a flying start. How are you, man? Yeah, pretty good. Um, yes how's the weather how's the weather in windy wellington
1: oh <laughs> uh, it's overcast today i just out to, went out did about 20 minutes of gardening to uh squeeze that in before yeah coming back in.
0: <laughs> some uh some pre pre-show gardening is uh something that i never ever want to do myself um i fucking hate gardening so much um so we we've been talking we, we you look old as fuck still sound the same <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> that's that's something that that runs through the tournament scene i think <laughs> um obviously you you were uh you're you're a wellington-based player born, um, born and bred man born, born and bred um and we we met uh we met a long time ago um i think i was fresh-faced in the scene. Um, you've been playing for a while, but uh, do you want to just tell us a little bit about, you know, kind of when you played and, um, yeah, who you kind of remember and, and that sort of stuff?
1: Yeah, sure, man. Um, as to who I remember, like, I watched the um, podcast the other week where you guys ran through three teams of the best ever. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, about 70%, I think, you know, of those players I directly played with yeah. or again. So I was like wow this, this this is a small world still huh <laughs> um yeah so I mean the lasers site opened in Wellington and I think it was very late 95 Yeah so I think it was very late 95 and I think it was very early 96 that I started and um Wellington was like the third country laser force was in um and we were the first site Yeah and the second country i'm pretty sure from memory is was indonesia and i'm not sure if they've got um i'm not sure yeah the one opened in jakarta and so oh, wow. you know how you know how site uh, country site works right so 2-1 was uh, jakarta
0: right and
1: one was wellington um and i don't know, don't know what happened to jakarta. so anyway we're quite we're quite new um in terms of laser force outside of brisbane mm. and of course i had no idea about any of this and we just kind of did our shit and um played and it was and um i was at uni at the time <clears throat> and i um uh signed up for the local uni um uh, internet account so you got like an email address <laughs> yeah so for the first time ever and you got like uh, this tiny little place where you could put a web page yeah so i'm like this is the shit, and i banged out by myself uh how to play laser force paint <laughs> that's awesome and this was and this was like up on the internet in like 90s mid 96 yeah um and the like, internet
0: i'm pretty sure was brand new well in, it, in like, like 96 like brand new well,
1: here it was only invented by tim berners lee and i think 92 yeah so this was like only scant years after that and yeah and so like this tiny little page got eventually indexed by search engines (laughs) and like so yeah and i like i went through like and i didn't know anything about anything so all i talked about was the standard game and i'm like i'm just going to tell people how to play laser force standard (laughs) and i like listed all six abilities yeah (laughs) this is lost in the the mists of time by the way i can't i I don't think i have a copy of it anyway (laughs) i remember really clearly um i had i i Described the ability. I described what it was called, how you got it, what is it, and then at the end, at bottom, I had stallions tip. <laughs> <laughs> Just the yeah, tip, though. Sorry. Only anyway, the tip. <laughs> um, so that existed, yeah. And for a couple of years, and eventually, Than um, stumbled across it from the US, yeah. And um, I can't remember. I think emailed me somehow, or I can't. I think it was email. And yeah, we just got connected and he like, um, started talking about, do you know, there's a laser force tournament in Newcastle Mm. in 99. And I was like, no, (laughs) but I'm like, Newcastle was just over there. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, um, I had a cousin living in Newcastle who was a dentist. Yeah. And so like, I just was like, man, can I, can I crash at your place for a couple of nights? Yeah. And he was like, sweet ass. And yeah, long story short, I, I came over. Yeah. Um I brought another Kiwi player with me, um, uh, codename of Truth. He's still a good friend. I um do, he comes I over, play plays D D <laughs> yeah. fortnightly in my lounge. Um and yeah, so the two of us went over and um unfortunately we had no like because Than didn't really know everything about the tournament and I was getting all my information through Than. Mm. We turned up for the Masters, but my flights were booked halfway through the SM5 competition oh, to return. Yeah. And this was 99. So Flexi Fares were like, and I was poor back then. Um, <laughs> not to say that I'm not poor now, but you know, really. less poor. Um. Yeah. Yeah. But and like, I got, I got, um, like, I got murked into the Ballarat team because they were short. Oh, really? Flight. Yeah. So, so I were you played with, like,
0: like like Craig and uh uh not Craig um I think his codename was wasp at the time
1: don't remember wasp i I played it was Susie Georgie the the two girls from Ballarat yeah and I remember
0: Susie
1: me and Susie were the resupply so right. we had all the time um in that little like it was it was a hut it was lit in the corner of the newcastle maze it was literally like it kind of looked like a hut yeah like only two ways in and that was one of the main resupply areas so we know but yeah um yeah unfortunately i had to i had to bug out halfway through sm5 because Guts. we didn't have i didn't have complete information yeah when i booked my flights and so had to um
0: Cruise had home, to
1: really? i was like oh man i so want to stay but, <laughs> but so and that yeah, was your
0: first like yeah. nationals taste yeah
1: yeah yeah and and like um The hubris that I had at the time, I wrote a press release (laughs) and sent it out to every media organization that I could think of. Yeah. And um, TV One bit... And there ran after the news in the afterweather human interest spot yeah. a ninety second clip introduced by Judy Bailey on <laughs> Who's New Zealand royalty United going to Australia yeah. to play in the course. That's um, awesome. So <laughs> that was pretty cool. That must be um, I think like, that's
0: a Wellington thing, like um because I've I've over the years I've seen a bunch of like different press pieces. Uh, newspaper articles a couple of tv spots and and it was always it was always like Wellington players like i saw i saw a couple from the How brothers like r- both Rusty and Baden i think were put in the media um i i, I believe I, I remember seeing a photo um i think it was talking about you guys coming up to Auckland to play um and i think i remember seeing a photo from that article i don't know it, you know it's these were back the, back when the boards were around and the, the sorry the forums yeah, were around so. yeah well
1: we did a, um, a like the, the following year 2000 yeah um, when i took a full team over to melbourne yeah um i did this exactly the same thing yeah. and couldn't get any tv coverage but you know nothing ventured nothing gained right yeah for sure. Um, but we did get the local newspaper um doing a brief story and um Four out of the six of us got down to lasers and put on suits and got a picture taken outside. Rusty was in that
0: picture. I think that's the picture I remember. Do you
1: remember who else was in that? that You know, we're all standing in the parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) Look
0: at these hardcore dudes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. I mean, so yeah. Um, I mean, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. Taking the whole team over. um, What year was that? 2000. And um, like, Rusty and deadly were like they were teenagers man yeah like, i don't know how old maybe 16 17 yeah. and i'm like i always think i was 24 at the time yeah. so i'm like i'm responsible for these things, <laughs> 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 and we billeted at night owls and so like there was six of us just lined up in his lounge on um sleeping bags and shit so it's so, so funny
0: because like my journey mirrors that exactly like for like three years later when they hosted again like yeah. Al but oh wait no I didn't stay with Al that year I stayed with them like I think like 2005 or no not 2005 um seven I think I don't know I stayed at ours a bunch of times but yeah it's always like a bunch of you on the floor at Al's place <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all of you are like really young except like whoever's supposed to be looking after you <laughs> <laughs> um uh, I did actually. I made contact with some of the other Wellington players um, uh, in preparation for this tournament that we've got coming up yeah. to see if I could try and get them up here. But you know, look, as is the case, most people have you know families and stuff now, and have kind of you know left left lasers in the past because uh, they grew up or grew out of it or whatever. And just some of us have a real hard time just letting go, so <laughs> <laughs> clinging on to our youth. Yeah. Um, Ducky Duckman in, uh, in chat said uh, Novus and Fig Jam. Um, he that thinks,
1: sounds familiar. It yeah. well, was a long time ago. And and I see Trash says he had to take over. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did know that as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's really the time. Um, was, that was some great stuff, man. 99. I really enjoyed that.
0: Yeah. It was before my time. It seems like uh, we were talking about it with the boys today. Like there's, there's certain like these time frames of like of different scenes over the years and we might talk about that in a different episode but um
1: so i'll I'll just just cut in with one more thing though yeah you know you know how sometimes um a series of events happens and it just seems preordained. yeah and it's like i was meant to be here yeah so i arrived at newcastle in 99 and um i made my way to the lasers and I walked in there and I was like, hey, how's it going? I'm here for the tournament, yada, yada. And uh, the employee at the time, whose name is lost in the midst of time to me, was like, awesome, man, awesome. Do you want to have a look around? And I'm like, sure, sure. So like, the, um, it was like late on a Sunday afternoon, I yeah. think, so there wasn't much happening. <clears throat> and I walked in the armory and I turned to my right. And the very, very first suit I saw.
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, I need to be here, man. That's um, dope that you still yeah, have so, that. Well, what happened was Newcastle shut down like three or four years later. Yeah. And that same guy got in touch with me and said, "Do you want the chest plate?" Fuck of yes. The Italian suit pack, <laughs> and you know that there's only one answer possible yeah, to that hell yes. and like yeah and like a week later this turned up oh at that's my house so awesome. in packaging having having traveled to tasman yeah and it's, it sits on my shelf because like, wow, that's, that's, cool. that's too cool not that's, to happen that's
0: so awesome that somebody would reach out and be like hey like i know that this this is probably going to mean so much to do you want it, it yeah
1: because <laughs> otherwise that shit
0: gets trashed or, or whatever yeah. man and it just I mean, gets lost yeah
1: because like they shut they shut down and yeah. it was it was all being either flogged for spears or thrown away and yeah. it's just like this guy me would probably really appreciate that and yeah. like I, I wish i and like i think the profusely at the time obviously but i I still think like I can't even remember his name. It's like he he did that. That's so awesome. I uh, I was always
0: like I always had mixed feelings about having like I always was like I really want a soup with my name on it. This is obviously before Gen Eight, and it it's a thing now. Um, But then I was like, but my code name is so like dumb and unique that like nobody (laughs) they're like, what the fuck is guy next door? We don't want that shit. You you just. You have your own mate. Um I've got should've come up with a cooler a cooler sounding name. Um Ben, yes, you are very young. <laughs> and we'll, we'll we'll say it aloud. Uh he was uh he was not even born in ninety nine. Ah, <laughs> oh, kids. <laughs>
1: so I see servants just asked about cases today. I just looked it up and the answer is no community cases one managed isolation case in new zealand good so, work new zealand so so level two down to level one is still on for kiwiland
0: yeah i like i'm looking forward to it because it, it opens up so much possibility with trans tasman stuff and um you know we we were talking about prior to like all the covid stuff i was like man you know grab a seat does fairly fairly cheap flights like I wonder if I could organize a team to like fly to Melbourne and we play over there and then all the COVID stuff happens. But I know that, that yeah. the Oakley boys are, are kind of itching to get over. So as soon as that mm. bubble opens up, yeah, I think we should, uh, I think we should do another triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when was, when was kind of the last, wh- what was kind of the last tournament you played in? The
1: last main tournament I played in was uh, Sacramento 2004 right um so yeah there wasn't a big tournament in uh australasia that
0: no was, that, that was kind yeah. of a hangover from all the drama yeah. that kind of came out of the oakley 2003 nets yeah um, which i
1: feel somewhat responsible for <laughs> <laughs>
0: like i was there it was my first tournament but i do remember uh there was what three three referees in the maze for the finals because every single other person got vetoed and i think it was was it you suzy and maybe tachyon i think were the the only three referees in the maze
1: hurricane from auckland there as well no he was
0: nah it was it was
1: tachyon from auckland who was the Auckland captain that year? Because Hurricane is the name that's in my head.
0: So he, so Hurricane used to work. He worked at Auckland for a long time, and he obviously played as well. So he was around the scene for a while. You would have met him a bunch. Um, yeah. Tachyon was, uh, I think, by default the captain just because he was he was the second oldest guy with us, other than Trev, who was kind of like the dad of our our site oh disco stew with the sub look at the fancy lights go <laughs> <laughs> thanks thank you Stu. that's awesome appreciate it um <laughs> um yeah so i think it was the three of you guys that's that's what i remember anyway yeah. and um yeah, yeah then all of the all of the drama ensued so um yeah it was
1: it was covered in a podcast what well, only two weeks ago yeah so yeah, <laughs> came <at all> now. <laughs> yeah so, to, to finish your question yeah, yeah. so Came back, came back from 2004 and just a couple of things happened that i'm really not going to go into and i kind of fell out with the community yeah and um uh, almost concurrently with that i picked up a six-month trespass from wellington laser force oh, fuck. <laughs> so um that'll kill I it. <laughs> it was a bit on the nose yeah um but you know they legally trespassed me and just to explain that really quick, because I know that's a big hanging thing. So, um I read about a way of playing Space Marines 5 whereby you mix up the classes and you put a bunch of names into a hat and you pull a name out, and that person is the traitor. Oh. So, I think, I think it's literally like medic ammo and a shitload of scouts or yeah. something like that. Right. And one of the scouts is a traitor. Right. And their job is to kill their own medic without the rest that... of the team realizing that they're the traitor i think i remember this yeah yeah, yeah. So, so it's 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 a game that everyone who's in the game needs to understand the rules yeah and what we're doing right and i had set it up and we were running it and we're in the game and Rusty turned up at the center, Mm. and the center employee swiped him into the game.
0: Oh, and he didn't know what was going on. And I'm like,
1: no, 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 you can't do this. We're playing a very special set of rules that relies on the information, extra information at the start of the game. Yeah. And of course, I exited the maze, and the center employee had buggered off. (laughs) So I'm like, fuck that. And I I entered the employee area, and I killed Rusty's suit out of the game. Right. And I re-entered the arena. Yeah. And then a minute later, Rusty comes back in the arena with an active suit. I'm like, what? And I went out, and the employee had fucked off again. (laughs) (laughs) I killed his suit a second time. And long story short, they went, players are not allowed to enter the employee area and manipulate the computer and have a six-month ban. And I'm like, "Wow!" but you were screwing up our game.
0: Yeah.
1: And that meant nothing to them. And yeah, so I got a six-month ban, and that... That plus a few other bits meant I fell out of the community. Yeah. And there was, some bad, there was a bit of bad blood floating around. I mean, and because like another thing I think partially contributed to this was in 2002 when we were in Auckland,
0: mm.
1: it was the first time that Wellington had the capability, had availability of more than six players. Right. We had seven players who were like, I want to go, I want to come, I mm. want to play. And as the person who was, you know, the captain, because i dragged all these people into the scene almost by myself I made the call on who was going to miss out right and the missed out player traveled to Auckland anyway yeah sorted their own accommodation their own thing and hung out all week and I never played them because I made it clear that we're a team of six and if someone gets injured I guess sure but otherwise I'm sorry man and like, and so after I came back from that six month ban, he had, he had become more influential. Yeah. And he kind of gave me the super cold shoulder. Right. And the last thing really was leading up to 2005 tournament. I was like, look, I, I would like to play. I know mm-hmm. I haven't played like much in the center. I would like to play in 2005. If you'll have me. Yeah. I'm happy to play in any capacity. I'm not expecting to be captain. Mm. Put me as medic. I don't care. I want to play. Yeah. And they're like, no, nah, we don't need you. Right. We're good. And I kinda went, It seems that for the best outcome for the community and for my mental health yeah. and just well being, I'm gonna walk away. Yeah. And yeah. so I walked away in two thousand and five and and that was it. Yeah. And I you yeah. know, and like I've I took up fencing for like six months like, I lived really close to the university, yeah. Victoria University, and I'm like, oh, I'm not doing lasers. So I need to do something for my fencing. Yeah, uh, sorry, my fitness. Fitness, yeah. And must um, be a swashbuckler. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like fuck it. Oh, look, at fencing. I'll hit people with swords. Sure. I mean,
0: that's that's as obscure as laser tag. To be fair. Is,
1: yeah, kind of, <laughs> but, well fencing is an olympic sport oh yeah 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 yeah
0: Yeah, it's well we're just biding our time you know (laughs) um (laughs) so so i see baden's in the chat he said six month ban that's cute i was gonna say i was gonna say by the sounds of it by my conversations that i've had with baden uh, wellington ownership very much enjoyed throwing out bans
1: Oh um, shit! Yeah, they <laughs> they love to have the system where they would put an asterisk after your code name. I heard about and the like, asterisks. Yeah, like you're on a warning, button Yeah, <laughs> I I remember picking up an asterisk, and I for the life of me, these this many years later, I cannot remember why. <laughs> but they were so pe- like they fought us hard. Yeah. Like um, for ex- and, and here's an example that absolutely typifies the Wellington Laser Force management at the time. Yeah. So this was prior to going to NAPS, right, uh, for the first time. So this was maybe 97, 98. <laughs> um, so there were a decent number of players who clearly were interested in lasers yeah. and interested in pushing lasers and playing the more interesting games and really just – it was our thing. And I'm like, what we need is a members' night, you know, and where by – people who want to come in and play special games have like a guaranteed chunk of window where we can just do our stuff and if you want to play at that time you have to get with the program yeah and you know we did all the right things you know we picked a night which would counter program all the birthday parties you know so i think it was tuesday you know most, most stuff is either monday or yeah. Tuesday, right and you know it was in the evening so like 7 to 10 or whatever and like it took months of negotiation for these guys to accept that w- we could do this. Yeah. And, like, you know, and finally, you know, got them round. We put posters up and, like, here's the thing. And I, like, I got them to agree to, like, um, a tiered membership. Yeah. So, like, um, uh, you know, when you first got a card, it was, like, A-color. And then, like, when you got um, – when you play like 50 standard games you get got like a blue the orange card, and card or whatever like yeah. a, a, a 250 or whatever it was games you got like a gold card or something yeah like that. Like, to incentivize people let's structure the members night cost to go down a dollar or two at each of those ranks yeah right? you know anyway I'm, I'm, to get to the point at the very first members night it was great everything worked well yada yada it was fantastic. And we're like, see you next week. Yeah. And then Laser Force Management were like, oh, we've made a booking on that Tuesday. <laughs> and I'm like, Are you? And, they to, and like, that booking occurred between the two members' nights. Yeah. And they they screwed us so hard yeah. right at the start of trying to get this thing off the line. Yeah. And like, just with a little bit of management buy in, you can get people who come back. All the time. Yeah, you have members' night, you have a league night, and all, well, uh, we um. So it's and funny. Course, and I remember one other thing. Like, yeah, it's literally, it was literally in the laser force manual at the time. Yeah, a, a line that paraphrasing is: take care of your regular members <laughs> because, from a business perspective, they are the people who will tell you when your equipment is starting to malfunction yeah. earlier, because they are like, this suit is shooting slightly to the right, or that shoulder, Yeah. know.
0: I the just s- stay the speakers out, like or yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's we, like... um, so I remember, uh, I, th- I think the whole reason why we got a laser force in Auckland was because our old owner at the time knew the Wellington laser force owners, or so he had a relationship with them. And, um, wow, like all the stuff you just described was all the stuff that seemingly he tried to implement up here. Um, and you know, there's a real disdain that he eventually had for his regular member base i don't know if it was like that always but certainly like it it was it started off at a at a place that was you know kind of iffy and then got worse from there where you know doing things like i i don't mind i don't mind if uh so our, our site now will occasionally get a big booking on a Tuesday. For the most part, they're just like, no, Tuesday is members' night. But if they get, like, a scout group with 100 people who are going to come in and play on a Tuesday, and the Tuesday night's the only night they can do it, we're just like, hell yeah. We don't mind we don't mind sitting out a week, or we'll go play up the road a game over, or whatever. Because, like, that sort of booking is good for everyone. It means that they can stay up yeah, yeah, another sure. month or the, whatever. The
1: thing that really grated my gears at the time was... Members' night lives or dies on the ability to get reoccurring players exactly coming. Right. Up. Yeah, and it was literally the first one was a success. <laughs> Week <and> two <laughs> it massively fucked up the second iteration. Yeah, <laughs> and it pushed out the frequency. I I can't remember if it pushed it out to fortnightly or monthly, but
0: it, you can't do you can't do a regular if unless it's weekly. People just don't yeah, remember. Exactly.
1: It needs to be. It needs to be weekly. So yes yeah.
0: Um, it's funny about the asterix thing because i I haven't thought about that for years but i remember that becoming a thing and i think actually hurricane might have been the one that was that was like looking after that i can't remember but it'd be funny because uh we've got a member who actually now lives in wellington um and his code name is like Six asterisks. That's all his code name is. <laughs> it's pretty well, funny. It's there
1: now. Sorry. Yeah, um I'm going there. I'm going there tonight. Actually, there's like a supercharge. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. Well, I, I need to hold a laser horse gun <laughs> within uh, a few weeks of coming up. Right? I yeah. Mean, um, you commented the uh, other podcast that you see that I play at Napier like once a year because like I've. There's a, I go up with the fam and um, we camp in the backyard of a friend's place in, uh, in Havelock North. Cool. And like, there's literally like, like eight to 10 families. And one day on the new year's period, I'm like, we're going to lasers. Awesome. Who's coming? And yeah, it's like, awesome. I literally take like maybe a dozen kids and four adults <laughs> and we just descend on uh, laser force napier yeah. um where they R- do a holiday thing for like 20 bucks to five hours and we're like we're fucking playing five yeah. hours Rest you in little thing you're tired. well sit down cause I'm <laughs> <keeping> <laughs> yeah going. yeah just wear
0: this suit and come in and just hang about like i don't, I don't need anything else
1: <laughs> yeah so I was um, like to, to wellington lasers tonight um cool so one it's to work on my fitness a bit and two it's to <laughs> uh remember how to which which way to hold the gun and 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 you'll love this because talking my fitness I've been doing some actual like runs and shit as well clearly so have I I yeah (laughs) because I've been doing nothing for for a long time and like I need to work on my fitness yeah
0: I've
1: got a I've got a friend at work who's into running so I've been running a bit with her yeah and um she came around to my house um the other week and, um to do a run
0: mm.
1: and i i thought about where in my suburb we should go and i like i picked all the main roads and i'm like you know i, I glanced at a map and went oh yeah if we go down that road go down that road and go up there then that's it that's a good run and i measured it it's like almost 6k and i'm like oh yeah cool so she got here and we ran out we did the run it's dark so we're like running through the you know, street lights and all that type of stuff <clears throat> And finished the run, and it was pretty good. I felt pretty decent. She goes home, and then, like, a couple of hours later, she messages me. She's like, Alex! I'm like, what? She's like, do you know that our run was in the shape of a penis? (laughs) I mean, (laughs)
0: like... if you gotta do what you gotta do for your fitness man (laughs) i mean like if i had a penis route like that's that's the route that
1: i would run absolutely so so we came out like this is the one a week later
0: (laughs) that's so good man and
1: and, and now and now when she comes over my kids are like are you guys doing the dick run again
0: <laughs> back in my day the dick run was a different thing um <laughs> <laughs> shout out to mental um <laughs> um right so what what kind of prompted like you know coming up for this tournament for you um
1: yeah um because we we also <laughs> i just kind of sometimes I sit and reflect about you know how you like look back on your life and you do the what if business yeah and like and like you know my laser force cup my few laser force trophies on the chest plate are on the um top of a bookshelf in the lounge yeah. and, you know so that every now and again my eye falls on them and basically one day I was like what what is happening with laser force these days mm. and so I like hopped on I did some searches and um you know searched on Facebook as well and stumbled across the laser force tournament page
0: mm.
1: and clicked on it and saw that nationals, um, was going to be in Auckland mm. in July, 2020. And I can't remember when this was, was this late last year?
0: Yeah. must And, have
1: like, been. and like I messaged the page administrator or whatever. <laughs> and that was you. Um, and when, so I'm down in Wellington, and I might be interested in attending. What's the deets? Yeah, and like we talked for about thirty seconds, and then you're like, "What fucking?" know <laughs> <laughs> And then you're like, "Are you Stallion?" Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> hey, actually, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I remember
0: the the response because I was like, I was like, "Fuck," the, like, I remember, I remember, like, I think Stallion's name was Alex. Yeah, I was like, oh, are you stallion? And your response was, oh, I see you've been on the computer at Laser Force Auckland and look me up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because I thought you you were, I I thought you might have been an employee. No, no. I couldn't remember that detail,
0: yeah. Yeah, the the second. Yeah, and
1: and so long story short is we just started talking and that got me like really keen to give it a go again. Mm. Yeah. and you were like look if you come up we'll we'll find a Merck slot oh
0: absolutely yeah
1: and so i'm like Fuck it i'm i'm going yeah and, and then just... and, and the, the the job that i so i'm a project manager um and it means that effectively with within certain constraints i can set almost my own schedule right and so i just went like well this block in july is booked out <laughs> and when you've got like six months to plan you know that's easy yeah just block it out and just plan everything around it yeah um and yeah and so I was I was super keen then of course um COVID hit so every you know 20 the, the, the season 2020 writers man are just like throwing curveballs <laughs> everywhere but the um, one that,
0: the one that came out yesterday well, this morning or well, last night and what a doozy that was well
1: <laughs> yeah but it it, it Look, man, it's it's what always happens with good TV, right? The UK does it first, yeah. and then the US does it as well. <laughs> You've got to have to do it yeah. <laughs> Um,
0: Well, so, it, yeah, it kind of worked out, like, because uh, obviously we were all pretty down. I think the community as a whole was pretty down that, like, yeah. you know, obviously Nationals isn't going ahead. Hopefully it, it works out that we can play next year i mean the realist in me is just like you yeah, just just hold off on on that mate but um when we when we started planning for this one i was like oh, i'm pretty sure like I'll, I'll reach out and see if you'd be keen to actually come up for this one because yeah. i mean especially after like we caught up briefly in february you came up to auckland to tool show sure. which we'll was like to. the start the COVID, of covid, COVID. yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: God. God, i got it I'm so gutted I missed out on a poster. Like they sold out a <laughs> poster just before I got to the front oh, of the God. queue, and I'm like, oh, I wanted that poster so hard. I feel
0: like partially responsible then because like had we, not-
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, not really. Like my, my other friends were standing in the queue. Oh so yeah, that's right. Standing, and my friends were standing in the queue, and when they got parallel to us, I was just like,
0: <laughs> yeah, oh I might as well just jump in the line. <laughs> um, but yeah, when this this kind of opportunity came up to like have this tournament. I was like, "Well, that's perfect. I'll just see if you want to come up and play this mm-hmm. one, and uh, if it goes well, which I don't see why I won't. Like, it's kind of a precursor to to Nats, which if we ha- if we host next year, so um, yeah. or at the very least, because uh, they do they do like random draw, east and west coast tournaments in the states, and uh, I mean nationals for Australasia used to be uh australia would come here or we'd go over there and that was nats uh until like until the regular the regular attendance from you know australasia to the states in 2010 uh i mean obviously you guys had played over there like on you know two or three different occasions um but you know obviously with mass teams traveling it's become a more normal thing which is kind of kind of awesome um but it means that you know potentially we can start looking at doing trans Tasman random draw tournaments or stuff that's not quite as intense as the Nats, but is still highly competitive. So that sort of stuff is is where I see this kind of format potentially going. Because if we if this if this tournament happens that like we've not done before, you know three sites, three days, um, three aside if if it works out well then it's something i would love to implement but with more people you know if we got 30 people or whatever you know and made it work somehow maybe maybe we do two days at each site or something to make it a a little more worthwhile um but seen as uh, it seems like a natural progression uh, seen as we're here we're here at the tournament
1: uh, and we have
0: we have greg waiting in the wings uh says the guy not doing all the organizing and scheduling <laughs> well that seems like a great segue to bring you in greg so um we'll we'll go to we'll go to a be right back screen uh we'll bring greg in and we're going to talk a bit a bit about how the the point structure is going to work for this tournament because there's been a lot of changes and revisions and stuff um mostly born out of uh a, a, a certain team a certain team bitching about how that no, no, no. <laughs> um <laughs> um we'll bring them in and then we'll, we'll continue the discussion from there so bear, bear with us folks we'll be right back <laughs> There's three of us. Oh, look at look at all that, look at all that wrong name tags all over the place. <laughs> oh, uh, wait, what? Wait. <laughs> uh, let me fix that. But yeah, so we we thought like we might as well kill two birds with one stone. There's been like a lot of people like complaining about how you've been doing things, Greg. terribly. I say it. we take uh, off oh, Duke. the entire site for more. That scared the shit out of me, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> stupid automation (laughs) um hang on let me just fix these these tags up real quick um yeah fix the tags fix the tags um but yeah we had we had some people uh bring up some i i think they were probably valid points um partially after i like did a better job of uh maybe explaining what the actual issue was (laughs) uh well perceived issues Hand on than ish
1: i'm wearing a beanie because it seemed like the thing to do on this podcast
0: yeah well you know someone didn't get the memo There you go. <laughs> I, don't you own a, I don't own a beanie, I don't, own a beanie? <laughs> I don't own a beanie wait have we i don't know if did you place an order i can't remember you don't no. have to answer that
2: I, I voted but i didn't place more cheap motherfucker.
0: <laughs> Um, I order myself a spare, so if you want this one, if anyone wants a uh, pre-worn uh, G&D smelling uh, beanie, feel free to message me, I'll sell it as like, uh, you know those vending machines that have stuff in Japan, anyway, um, so, <laughs> they got watery of course, oh, so bad, so bad, it, it's only a little moist as well, so, you know, if you want it, I'm doing a great job of selling it um there were (laughs) the use beanies machine that's right there were some um uh i think discussions that happen around how the point structure is going to work for the tournament and um uh you thankfully have done a a great job at at making things um or (laughs) complex yeah well actually so i was telling stallion before we before we started I was like, okay, so when we were planning Nats, uh, you you came you would come to me and be like, Okay, so I think the way we'll do it is we'll do this and then we could do this and, and do it. and I'm like, Whoa, 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 Chill Winston. done. You wanna you wanna make things as simple as possible for Nats. And so when when this tournament got bought up, I was basically like, Bro, go nuts. Do whatever <laughs> free reign. Make it as complicated as you want. Um and so with that in mind, and after the revisions have happened, I think you've done quite a good job of finding a good balance. Um, but for any, for any Auckland players or particular Wellington players who are, who are travelling up in a couple of weeks, <laughs> um, we figured we'd use this platform as a good place to explain how the final point structure works. Um, I'm just wondering, should I bring up the document so people have it in front of them? Um,
2: um. I think it's easy enough just to explain. I don't think you need the specifics of the nitty gritty. Okay. In front of you, the links are all available. It's just a shared Google Drive.
0: Okay. Well, do you want to take us through? Uh, I'm going to bring it up on my. What the hell? Open uh, up a web page, and Than and DK are both staring at me. <laughs> that was freaky. Um. Do you want to um? <laughs> do you want to go through? uh the changes or the, or the final kind of structure of how this is all going to shake out in the wash we sure.
2: run a brief overview in case people in chat haven't yeah made familiar with it so <clears throat> so it's a three-person tournament um it's still a standard sm5 6v6 game but everyone, we've formed five teams of three uh, for the 15 players who are in the tournament so Within your team of three, you'll be assigned one of the four positions. So we've got red attack, red resupply, green attack and green resupply.
0: Um,
2: and everyone's got a, a, a balance across the whole tournament for what you play. So the attack means you are a commander, scout, scout, and resupply means you're a heavy ammo medic. Um, the, the only caveat is that everyone in your team has to play every role once a day. So, like the, the person with the lowest salary still has to have a heavy game, still got to play a commander game, um, and they're still going to have an ammo game. So, you can't just slot them into Medic and scout all day. But, you know, I've heard some good feedback on that. Like Morange has said that he, he's planning to rotate his team mm-hmm. through quite consistently. Um, Steve, I'm expecting you to play heavy most of the day when your team are on resupply roll. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah.
0: yeah uh, but I, I think- th- it's good though because we we ran a league uh we ran a league a few years back and that was kind of the largest uh the largest amount of regulars that we were we had coming during our like most competitive era and uh the one thing that we messed up was not making sure that the newer players got an opportunity to experience the other roles and it killed members it it just killed our membership base because We played it over like eight weeks and people were just like, you know, getting smashed every week because they were single hits and they never got a chance to do anything else and then they just stopped coming. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a really good addition, like the way that that works. So
2: so that that basically sets up the game. So Mm. four teams are playing, one team is refereeing. So we've only got three refs in the maze, but it's because we've only got 15 people in the tournament.
0: Um, (laughs) Ref's overrated.
2: Yeah, so within the game, you're basically competing for 10 points. Within the tournament, roughly Um, half of those come from whether or not you win the game. So straight out of the bat, as as a team of six, if you win the game, you basically get five points. There's a caveat to that, but I'll come to that in a sec. yeah so it's basically five points if you win the game no points if you don't win the game mm. if you go the extra mile and eliminate the other team you get another two points on top of that so seven out of the ten points are awarded based on whether or not as a team of six, you guys <laughs> win and completely destroy the other team
0: so just uh what? duck man with the with the ultimate callback <laughs> three refs hashtag Oakley riffing,
1: <laughs> brilliant the arena is slightly smaller than Oakley, though. yeah yeah all, I think it doesn't matter all three of them are smaller than.
0: Fuck, that's funny
2: yeah yeah harking back um I, I was alive in 99 as well just to... <laughs> I was only 10 but I was alive um <laughs> Yeah, so seven out of the 10 points come from how you guys do as a group of six, because that's that's, the, uh, that's where we want to put the emphasis, is on being able to work as a team of six and a yeah. normal team five team. So the remaining three points out of the 10 come from how well you do as a group of three. Now, for the attackers, for the commander and the two scouts, that's a really easy calculation, and all it is is how many medic lives you take. So if you take all 20 lives, you get the full three points. And the calculation for that is basically, I think it's 0.15 points per life, which is literally just three divided by twenty. Right. So if you take ten medic lives, oh
0: Slam Man with the sub, thank you, sir. Look at the lights, it's so Those cool. Lights awesome. <laughs> love it. I love it so much. Thank you, Slam Man. Appreciate it. Really do. So if, the-
1: you do, if you
2: take half the medic lives, you get half the points. You get one and a half points. So right. It's- it's it's
1: a pretty it, it doesn't matter as to who takes it so even if the heavy takes takes a medic life it still counts towards the attacking team yep
2: that's right, right. so it's just because i mean that's that's your job as the commander of the two scouts right you want to kill that medic out basically that's that's kind of your goal um until he's dead and then you want to eliminate um, the other team mm. so what has changed most drastically since i first published the um the format is how the resupply team got scored And this is also what prompted the schedule to be changed as well, because previously what I'd done in the, in the interests of trying to keep it, I I call it digestible. So people can understand it. It was kind of the reverse calculation of the the attacking team, right? It was, it was 0.15 points for every medic life remaining. Yeah. With the idea being that as a resupply, you want to defend your medic, but I kind of, I went and looked at, cause we had a really good members night last week. We had what like 15, 16 people there yeah. and we got through a good number of games. And so I'm like, let me see what the average number of medic lives remaining at the end of each game was. The answer was 0.91.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm like, cool. So teams are looking to score about 0.13 points. That's on average play. and that, that's just a wire out that doesn't account for the fact that botany and game over are probably going to give us a lot more elums yeah. because they're faster mazes and smaller so i'm like well this this isn't working right because everyone looked at it and went my offensive games are where i score all my points the defensive games are kind of just recovery mm. well. so i'm like well let's let's reevaluate that and let's fix it so <sighs> Steve, Steve would call it complicated. I call it relatively
0: simple. It's <laughs> <laughs> because when I see numbers, my eyes glaze all of yep.
2: So you basically ask yourself two questions when you come out of the maze. When you're the resupply team, is your medic alive, and is the enemy medic alive? So if your medic is alive, straight away you get half the points. So one and a half out of your three points are awarded straight away if you make sure that your medic survives. Cool, done, easy. Is the enemy medic alive? If they are, does your medic have more lives than them? Have you done a better job of defending your medic than the other team? If they have, cool, you get another half a point. So two points if your medic survives and you has more lives than the enemy medic. If you've killed the enemy medic, so if your medic survives and their medic dies, you get the full three straight away. The flip side of that. If your medic is dead and the enemy medic is alive you get a big bad zero (laughs) (laughs) because clearly the other three supply team did a better job right so those are kind of the three i call them the less common scenarios because as we know most sm 5 games end with medics dead even if they don't end elam so if the we, we reach the most common scenario which is both medics die at the end of the game the three points still get awarded but they get split so Whichever heavy scores the most points gets a point. Whichever ammo scores the most points gets a point and same with the medic. So when both medics are there, we look at the actual score on the scoreboard and we go which heavy ammo medic scored the highest will give a point to each team. So two points may go to one team, one goes to the other, or it might be three zero, or you know, it'll, it'll just depend on how well people play. And so that also promotes the heavies to go out and do a lot of attacking. Mm because oh, I, I think the last time I jumped on the pod, the time before last when I jumped on the pod with you, Steve, you're like, oh, I feel like Holy it. Holy
0: shit. So wow. many. Watch these lights go off for ages because Slam Man just gifted like oh, six, six subs. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Five subs. Oh, That's they're awesome. not going to go again? That's disappointing. Up two. Come <laughs> on, lights. Do your job. <laughs> I might have to do that manually. Hang on you son of a bitch lights hang on sub <laughs> <laughs> um sorry sorry about that boo yeah. refund <laughs> yeah,
2: that's five subs hey man celebrate that
0: <laughs> i got you slam man i got you <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we'll give you a, another one too once we go through this whole list um he deserves more lights he deserves me going to his house and putting lights in his living room that's what he deserves um that's very generous of you slam man you're a you're a scholar and a gentleman as always um is there, is there any more was that the last one we're gonna we're gonna do one more lights. <laughs> sorry uh that's just creepy it sure is ducky it sure is uh,
1: now has Dimmy managed to keep his train of thought here <laughs>
0: yeah. he's like, "Oh, those those lights are so shiny no that's me <laughs> what um yeah so when i jumped
2: on the on the pod i think the time before last the the concern was you're basically telling the heavy don't go out and attack you're saying all the heavy is allowed to do is defend the reset and this is kind of throwing the ball a little bit back in the heavy's court and saying hey go go and get some attack because Inevitably, we know, like, of our top five players who are the effective captains of each team, they're going to drop on average three and a half, four nukes per game because that's just what the stats work out to be, right? And that's that's 12 to 15 medic lives pretty much guaranteed, right? So we're expecting medics to die at every game. So this is now basically saying, hey, heavies, if you want to score that extra point for your team, you also need to outscore the enemy heavy in addition to trying to protect
0: thanks nate thank you for the bits look it's red now it's so magical
1: <laughs> <I laughs> So greg solve the problem of with in uh with medic hits counting towards the attacking team it disincentivized the the heavy to actually hit the medic because yeah. that's scoring for the other three but if they get a whole point by outscoring the enemy heavy i think that balances that way well. absolutely yeah. Like so the, other, the, other, the other thing it
2: kind of does now is, like, I don't, I don't consider any of the five teams to be bad, um but if you, if you're running a really strong heavy ammo medic lineup, and you're paired with, say, a commander scout scout team, and and maybe they're having their game where they've got put their lowest rated player as the commander, so you're kind of a bit questionable about how this game's going to work out. Yeah. Even if you still lose the game, those three points would still be up for you if you have a really strong resupply team. Like if mm-hmm. your medic does really well and gets a good couple of hits in, if you play a bit of Scott style battle ammo towards the end of the game, you know, if the heavy goes up for a couple of taking runs, you know, there's still three out of the ten points available on the board, even if you lose the game. So it's kind of like all is not lost, essentially. Um, and so the last thing, just to dump more numbers on top of everyone, was the caveat for I said the five points are awarded for winning the game. Mm. That would assume that the salaries of the two combined teams are no more than twenty five thousand. I think we call them zap coins apart because I like, call them dollars and everyone <laughs> lost their minds over <laughs> I mean,
1: so, can I can I fire up my computers and mine some? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <zap coins? laughs> yeah. Then.
0: Look, I've uh I've I've actually been doing a little bit of research into how I can start my own crypto for the resupply, so <laughs> uh buy in now, kids. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to the moon. <laughs>
2: um yeah, so there's, there's basically a table that says what's the difference between the winning team and the losing team's salaries? This is how many points you get. Right. So you know when when hang on, which where are you on stream i think you're up there yeah um so no that way i came to the rest yeah when that guy's team uh say the resupply against scott's team on attacking role, which to me is scary as hell um then when they go up against say the two lowest ranked teams if they win i think it's only worth three instead of five points right if by some cosmic anomaly the, the two bottom teams, mine included, uh managed to win that game, we get seven as a result. So it's right. kind of like yeah. it's it's the same amount of points, plus or minus two to five, depending on whether the the team who is expected to win
0: wins. Yeah, what is this? Some sort of socialist point system. Yeah. <laughs> Redistribution of points.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. it. It basically helped to balance out the fact that like not all the team only one team reached the salary cap <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of us uh, had to make do with what was left but that was that was cool <laughs> <make dough.
0: laughs> um, <laughs> damn red team bastards uh, yeah right it, it like I do like the um, the parody like it, it's kind of it, it is absolutely a um, unique way to kind of approach a point system um because like a salary is kind of supposed to do that anyway but that only really works if everyone is kind of at you know at a comparable skill level and we do have like we we do have kind of tears it's just kind of how it is like some people haven't been playing as long some people get older uh some people put weight on and like aren't as quick um some people too worried (laughs) about being famous Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people have aged horribly. No, no, (laughs) Um, (laughs) no. I was talking about Greg.
2: Your (laughs) salary is now 2.15. Yeah, yeah.
1: Joe playing with
0: one person less every game. Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah Uh, all three suits at once man yeah
0: good luck (laughs) (laughs) gotta work
1: work on your toe dexterity yeah yeah.
0: i mean at least that way i can justify the increase in mass you know i had to get bigger so i could wear all three suits um (laughs) um so part of part of the i wouldn't say i wouldn't say like um scandal but part of like the issue that that some teams were struggling with um was the the site multiplier um which i like because i went through i i was interested once it got brought up as an issue and basically for anyone that didn't know um we had an interesting uh, mechanic where each team got to choose one of the three sites we're playing at um and that site would then get a uh force multiplier which was what one and a half or yeah yeah. so any points you earned at that site you you, then would times by one and a half um which i thought was a really cool thing um but it was brought up that um hey you know the likelihood is that the attacking teams are going to score more points um uh, or at least on the old way uh score more points, and the other two sites uh game over and paradise um are smaller arenas um that are less known to the player base and therefore it's more likely that you know. The resupplies are going to struggle even more and then elims are going to come and so if you're an attacking team with the majority of your games at one of those sites you will have an advantage over anyone that doesn't so i wanted to go through and check what the actual breakdown in those games were and you know we, we saw that there was a discrepancy in the amount of games a significant discrepancy for uh one team in particular <laughs> 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 um, but I think it was it was probably worth addressing because we I mean my team had twelve attacking games at Paradise, uh and I have the only regular player at the Paradise Arena. Um so, you know, that put my team with that as a as a site multiplier at a, a way more of an advantage than most other sites. And so with uh, my team being at the top of that spectrum and uh, King Stallion and who's... Oh, Matt, is Matt your third? Uh,
1: DK. DK. Oh, DK, yeah.
0: yeah. With the three of you being at the other end of that spectrum uh, at YRAL, it kind yeah. of did... Yeah, because
1: I'm lo- looking at my notes. Yeah, we had we only had, in the original schedule, we had five attacking games at Paradise, yeah. seven at game over, and 12 at YRAL. yeah. And, Sorry. like, if
0: you had had, like, nine at, at game over, I don't think it would have been such an issue because, you know, comparably that's about the same as everyone else kind of got at one of those two sites. But it just worked out that, you know, you guys had to play in probably the biggest arena, the one that's most uh, known to everyone, um, you know, harder to get Elams, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, and so we kind of, we voted this week to kind of do away with the... the um, the Multiply. site multiplier. However, Greg, you've you've run some obviously new numbers with the scheduling um and have have basically evened that up. Right? From yeah. what I can understand.
2: Yeah, so the, the original schedule, which was probably unbeknownst to most people, was was built on an algorithm and
1: your earlier <laughs> comments
2: about let's invite thirty people to the next time
1: we do it, and play
0: it. Yeah. He's like play like, out. <laughs> What was,
1: what was that, what was Alex? Um, uh, remind us what you do for a day job.
0: <laughs> I'm a software.
2: <laughs> I, make, I make programs that, that do this stuff for me, but it still takes a while to build the program. So people but. like
0: me who are like, oh my God, I love, like, let's just get more people in here. I love people. And you're like, fuck people. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away. <laughs>
2: Yeah, can we play laser force remotely? Like we just need like AI, <laughs> AI controlled avatars that we can have with like VR. I
0: tell you what, it's something that's in the works. <laughs> um,
2: um, but yeah, so the original one was built. Uh, so I obviously published everyone's salary, but it, but all the players actually have a different score that I haven't released to people because it's kind of irrelevant in terms of picking players, and it's more relevant to your strengths as a player for this format of tournament. So, um, like, Steve, it's hard to argue that you're not the most experienced player and the top, one of the top players here in Auckland. But if you look at some of the other teams, there's, there's a lot of people who haven't played at other sites and especially haven't played at international tournaments. Yeah. And for me, the, playing at an international tournament is kind of a demonstration that you can play that high-level competitive SM5 in an arena that's not your home. Right. And Sulaco, which is Zalian's team, King King and DK, who
0: have... Sorry. Zulaco. Zulaco,
2: okay. Should I admit I haven't seen the Aliens films in like... (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um,
2: Yeah, it has both King and DK, who have both played at Nats fairly recently. Yeah. uh, Albeit on their deathbed, because wasn't it like...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't
2: yeah. it DK that passed out on a stretcher? He get was
0: basically DK. patient zero, DK was. <laughs> and uh, King King got some weird Mexican flu. Uh Yeah, yeah before Nat. So, hashtag <laughs> Um,
2: Whereas, like, I mean, your, your team's pretty good, Steve, because you've, you've obviously played a million Nats and mm. Sneak played, I think, most recently at Brisbane in 2018,
0: yeah. 19? Uh, 18. 18. Yeah. yeah.
2: Whereas a lot of the other teams don't have any, like my my team has zero Nats experience, Triple Tap has zero. uh, No, Nate's played Nats, so they've got some Nats experience. But basically, uh, Salien's team came out with the highest overall rating, which is the reason why you guys had your majority of attacking games at Laser Force Auckland, to keep all of that balanced out, basically. Um, And people obviously raised a very genuine concern that. You score more points when you play attack than when you play resupply, so Mm. therefore it makes natural sense to pick the site where you have the most attacking games. And the fact that they ended up with the site that's less likely to lead to Elims, I heard that and it made sense. So I've I've redone the entire schedule and now the priority, there's two main priorities. The first is have eight attack and eight resupply games at each site each day and try not to have too many back-to-back games and when they are back-to-back, try not to be... Uh, attacking games. So you might you'll, you'll see in the schedule a couple of teams will play like green resupply twice in a row. What I've tried to avoid as much as possible is like red attack, red attack. Which is
0: that, what uh, we had on on day one, right? We had like attack, attack, ref, attack, 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 resupply. Ref. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I think you had like eight attacking games in a row, broken <laughs> by one, one 15 minute yeah. ref.
0: <laughs> I mean, like. It, younger Steve would have been licking his chops. Uh, I mean, to be fair, older, bigger Steve is also licking his chops, but that's when you think about hamburgers or something. Um, but, yeah, like, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. I think I think it looks better now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with the way it is. I, I think there's a little bit of imbalance, but we'll, we'll see how the scores turn out at yep. the end of it. At the end of day three, the the other thing I wanted to do, just to touch briefly on the site multiplier, was introduce a little bit of the element of unpredictability to the winners, mm. um, and and you know people have touched on the fact that this is sometimes part of sports like cricket used to have the the power plays. I I think netball has power plays. <laughs> I understand. I, I've never I have watched a competitive game of netball and like. 20 years so I wouldn't but like I've, I've been to a couple of quiz nights and like they have that format where they have 10 rounds and you basically pick two where you score double points right yeah and like the teams who pick rounds one and two naturally come out in this massive points lead but of course slowly get caught up as other people have them so yeah. what I kind of wanted was perhaps you know the teams that pick botany as their multiplier would naturally be at the top of the scoreboard at like day one not necessarily the top of the score by the end of the tournament and mm. just kind of that little bit of a a boost to yourself to see that you are kind of ahead, even though you naturally know that when, you know, the day two and three multipliers come through, it will, will even up. But mm. it, it would be a bit like, you know, not naturally seeing Brisbane A at the top of the Nat scoreboard at the end of day one would kind of be <laughs> a bit of a.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, they're yeah. at second, but we, we've already started block two and they're on a buy or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah i i like it and and with it being evened up it does open up the possibility of adding that that uh, mechanic back in Uh, um i'll say in a stallion like um earlier today like um you know it would it's it's if people aren't keen to implement it which i would be keen now that it's now that it's you know even or whatever i'd be keen to see it happen again because i really like the mechanic and because because really this is a fun tournament we can do whatever we want we can we can try things and i think trying things is a good way a good way to see what is and isn't possible i mean that's the whole you know zero point penalties came out of that um so i'd be keen to see it implemented again but what we what we could potentially do is run a parallel Uh, and just see okay how much uh would this would the outcome have changed um if if we had implemented it yeah um and maybe we i don't know maybe we have two win no i don't have two winners you have one winner motherfuckers again (laughs) cotton wool society wanted multiple winners bullshit not everyone's a winner. Um, face, yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I have my fair share of participation awards from Laser Force tournaments in the past. So, um, congratulations. Eighth place. <laughs> <laughs> You're
1: supposed to call that the Night Owl Award, remember? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: um, <laughs> massive asterisks in, in chat from King. <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, but like, it, it would be interesting to see, you know, see the different outcomes of, okay, if we mm-hmm. had had it running what would the score have been um we just have to figure out a way sorry we have to maybe do one more vote as a community about um (laughs) uh yeah um and see whether or not we want to have it and we'll still we'll still track both outcomes um here's the medal for coming last congrats (laughs) i love that you just hide those ones at the back of the trophy case so they bulks up the you know it bulks up what's in there but all the substance is at the front that's that's basically how i live my life um yeah well so uh, have you i mean i'll ask the question it was sorry from a from a um a way that it works does anybody in chat that is actually playing this tournament or anyone really have any questions about how that stuff is going to run um because, I mean, you know, I'm sure I'll get asked questions or we'll get asked questions on Tuesday. We're going to do a, a rules a, a rules walkthrough on Tuesday for everyone because it's always good to have a rules refresher. Um, but especially for those that aren't used to playing with how the rules go uh, or who haven't played for, you know, almost a decade, um, <laughs> um, it's good to, like, have those refreshers. Um, uh the, the other thing i was going to do was drop you guys in it like do you guys want to make some predictions about like outcomes <laughs> the silence the silence uh, is deafening
2: um yeah <laughs> your, your team is going to be interesting. like i've got a, i've got a firm eye on your team obviously you guys have got the higher salary yeah um, all the teams. i do however have a very keen eye on tall guys, um, and that's Morange, Know It All Ben, and uh, Red Odin. Uh, Rowan was actually one of the site owners uh, for Auckland, mm. and, and the reason I've got my eyes quite closely on tall guys is because Rowan was a bit of a wild card coming in. Um, he his salary came in at second to bottom, so mm. he's definitely in the kind of third tier of, of players but watching him play was it two weeks ago on members night yeah he's a lot stronger at the game than i remember him so i think i think um Morange just picked up some really good value for oh, money yeah. through him
0: he's good um, like that
2: i made the comment on, on tuesday night i'm really disappointed that one of our new players zella um, who's a friend of dk's isn't playing because i reevaluated his salary based on the last two weeks and he almost doubled like, crazy that, that kid is just Coming along in leaps and bounds. How many, so, yeah. how
0: many he's played? What what did he say? Eight members' nights? Yeah, something like that. Yeah.
2: I and there's some sort of stat site where I could look up how
0: many games. <laughs> <he> was... <laughs> uh, Nooro proven himself to be a strong underdog. Uh, yeah, I mean, so yeah. a lot of the guy, like the last couple of weeks, Nooro, his, his like play has jumped up quite a bit, in my opinion. Like some of the stuff that he's been doing in the maze has been awesome. Um, Zala, yeah, Zella's like, like um, I hope that Zala sticks around, and I think he will, provided that DK does. Um, but yeah, like he's he's improved so much. Uh, oh yeah. I've regressed. <laughs> um, he's, got,
2: he's played sixty-five games that we have stats for, averaging yeah. five or six games a night. That's probably no more than a couple of a couple of weeks. So he's yeah. probably cut. Ten or so times,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, that team, like the tall guys, tall guys is probably my my favorite pick. Um, depending depending on how you go, stallion, the Sulaco team. Uh, that one,
1: that one's got some it's talent particular. as well.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: because I, I mean, yeah, because like I, like obviously not playing that i say we take years. off i, I, I don't know where i'm sitting either right yeah <laughs> um i I've, I've worked on my fitness these last three or so weeks gotta uh, do their penis uh, runs blow, blow some noobs away tonight <laughs> and um
0: i don't know like
1: I, I, I wild card dark horse like pick your cliche i mean it could go either way um of course, I don't know the two people I'm playing with. Yeah. So, well, I mean, King,
0: King's in chat. Hey, King, what a yeah, dog. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, like, I mean, no offense to anyone, but you know, there's the per- the personalities need to work as well. Yeah. I mean, um, and I uh, remember the history that we we're talking about about an hour ago, <laughs> um, it's not unknown that I clash with people. Right. But, you know, I think I've grown since then, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm coming up to have fun. I I'm, I'm walking in with no expectations, but I'll give it my best, and you know we'll see. So I'm looking to have, have a good time. I, I foresee
0: uh, clearly haven't seen Brisbane play in the last few years. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing how you go actually, because I, what I think is going to happen is you'll get into you'll you'll have a couple of games and click back into competitive space marines mode. That's what I think is going to happen, and I. Hey. There's a chance. Yeah. (laughs) And if it happens, I think that they've picked up a lot of value with you. Um, Especially, I mean, like you said, like you said, Greg, like that team in terms of experience or like Nat's experience, like DK, uh, I think DK has been playing off and on members nights uh, for longer than I have, or at least, you know, like I remember I turned up to – Turned out to my first members night uh, in 2003. And I think he was playing at the time. So, um, you know, Kings obviously played a bunch of Nats as well and is very good since he was 12. Yeah, exactly right. Um, and obviously you've been playing since the 90s. So, well, off and off. With, with, with a break. <laughs> with a break. Just a little break. <laughs> um, Come to Detroit. I mean, I don't think anyone's country is allowing that to happen, Stu. <laughs>
1: um, uh, Sorry, yeah, I, I, I'd love to go to the states, but the current situation, in multiple ways, means. I mean, nah.
0: you, you were saying about like when we were talking before, you were saying about how like the the new Wellington maze um, has a oh, couple yeah. of like dead spots. Oh, um,
1: uh, yeah. So, um. sorry i played mostly in at wellington is is no more yeah and they moved to a new maze only maybe two maybe three years after i stopped playing and um it just With the first time i went there i'm like you guys didn't really have anyone who's played competitive laser force vet your maze layout at all did you (laughs) because um there's probably a good 30 35 percent of that maze where at, uh, at the level that we're playing at no one would ever go yeah because um uh, there's like there's like a upper section here with like all walls and stuff and then there's a lower section here and you can effectively and and like the base is in a corner and it's got walls so you mm. can't see it but once you exit the corner where the base is there's like Three on three sides, or effectively on four sides, you can shoot down into a lower maze section, mm. and there's just there's no way that anyone would go there unless you were effectively trying to stave off elimination badly. Yeah, because yeah, so th- they've got much more floor space, but in a competitive Space Marines Five game. Um, there's about thirty percent of the floor space that would just never be used, except in desperation, yeah. and and, you, and it wouldn't work anyway.
0: <laughs> well, the reason the reason why I wanted to bring it up because um, Stu plays out of Detroit. Um, he th- we played there last year, and you know, it seemingly from from my limited game experience in that arena, they they have areas that are just like that. Uh, yeah, upstairs will die exactly right, Stu. There's like a, a massive section downstairs that I don't think you ever really saw anyone go into until um uh until uh yeah, until the end of the game where they were trying not to die out. Um
1: mm. and, and I feel what Heather's saying in chat, and I do understand that and I do agree. Yeah. My my mild regret is that If I had stayed in the Wellington scene and if I had been closely involved, then maybe I could have influenced Mm. the design to say, look, if you just do this, it makes no difference to you. It Mm. makes no difference to the birthday parties, but it makes it a more viable maze for top level play. So I don't know. Like it's 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 in the past and you know, they're not ripping out the maze and fixing it because I say so. <laughs> so <laughs> but I mean, you're right, like if, if you're I mean like I, I will I will I will say one thing though. The first time I went to Napier mm. um have you guys played Napier at
0: all? When they like when they first opened, I think we played within the year. We did a yeah. road trip. In
1: fact, yeah. were you at that I can't remember. There was a group that came up from Wellington and I we mean, drove down from Auckland. I'm, um I'm, Maybe. So anyway, to get my point, so yeah. Napier is a, t- is a two TMAs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got the downstairs section, and then you've got an upstairs section here. And you can shoot down into a sort of a, a, a open area, yeah. and you kind of don't want to be there. But the two ways to the upstairs are two ramps at the extreme side, and they come up, so they, they do a switchback. And the first time we played there... The side of the switchback that opened out to the entire rest of the arena was just was like open. waist high. Yeah. So you turn the corner and you could see everything. Yeah. And I remember I gave them feedback. I'm like, this is just a shooting gallery. Yeah. What you need to do, in my opinion, is raise the is put walls that cover the upper portion, the switchback part of the ramp to lead to the upper section. Yeah. so that you could actually viably come up the ramp and not just be dead yeah. at the top of the ramp. And they did it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. The
1: next time I played there, like a couple of years later, they put it in. And they... so having never played a Space Wings 5 game at Napier, mm. I don't actually know right. how it played before or after. But whether it was my advice or whether it was somebody else's advice, they made the change that, myself and other players mm. at that time recommended so yeah it can happen
0: we um we we did yeah like a road trip down there and met met up with like i think baden came up deadly came up um sounds like
1: i might have been there but i don't have a strong recollection yeah
0: it was it was it must have been like around the, maybe around 2005 2000 something something around then 2006 maybe i don't know um It wasn't long after I can't remember when they opened, but it wasn't too long after they opened. Cheers, um But we did a road trip. We played some Space Marines in the arena, and yeah, that whole that whole shooting gallery style of being able to see everything downstairs just—you got wrecked down there, man. It was brutal. Yeah, yeah, Um,
1: yeah. And like the two the two bases are down there, but one is vastly more exposed than the other. One of them is under the upper section. I think that's red. Right. And green is literally just, well, I can see everyone getting to green yeah. from the green gallery. So
0: it's such a shame they've closed. Like it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. They shut down. They, they closed down like a month ago. Yeah. Are you me? Yeah. Oh no, I <laughs> yeah, not yeah. that. They, I think it was the last school holidays. Actually, they, they were like, at the end of the school holidays we'll be, will be closed. Um, yeah oh. yeah it's it's a it, it always it always breaks my heart when i see laser
1: forces like because it's it's i mentioned my holiday before like i take i t- i like four years in a row now i've taken a whole crap load of kids and yeah. like a handful of adults and gone play lasers at our new new year's holiday yeah but hearing hearing it shut down uh oh, yeah sucks.
0: it's it's uh, it's disappointing i i thought about um i thought about hitting them up and be like hey do you have any like stuff you're gonna throw in the rubbish like any signage and stuff that i can come down and scratch because <laughs> you know i'm yeah. a bit of a hoarder <laughs> um
1: maybe, maybe someone
0: can get one of these that, oh, oh my god i'm so jealous that's so awesome <laughs> what gem was that for
1: i think it's for uh, someone ducky you
0: you might be, you, you might be a, oh ducky or than you guys might be able to tell um i
1: i can't remember for yeah, sure it looks it looks like four.
0: four, but I could be yeah, wrong.
1: I it back. It's just... <laughs> yeah. Um I think it's four. But I'm not
0: certain. So I have a, that's three. Wow. Oh, three. Okay. That's right. so cool, man.
1: Cool. <laughs> I'm so jealous.
0: I have um I have a gen five or yeah, gen five phaser lying around here somewhere that I painted gold and we mounted on a board and made it a, a golden gun trophy, which will oh, actually hopefully be making appearance. After this tournament, um, well, they have to fix it because I dropped it. <laughs> uh, um, we
1: have I'm we, under a bus like <laughs> Real Madrid,
0: we, um, oh, fucking open like beer bottles on it, like the Crusaders did. What a bunch of dicks. <laughs> um, we, uh, we have a few awards that we're gonna dig out a storage that uh, we'll will present to the winners. We're gonna look to do an awards dinner on the Wednesday night. Yep. In a park. Uh huh? In a park. In a park, that's right, yeah. In a park. Although it's daylight saving now, so we'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um oh, I'll tell you about that later, Stanley. Um but um so we'll do we'll do something on the Wednesday Um, Tuesday night, we'll run... We'll see if people are keen. We'll look to run Members Night on the Tuesday. If we have most of the teams turn up, then we might get a jump start on the next day, Um, which actually will be interesting because if we can get a jump on the next day, uh, it might mean that we get to play more games there, which means that the... um, not having... uh, not having the... um, uh, the multiplier. multiplier. that's the word. Thank you, sir. Uh, not having the multiplier will will be more beneficial. Um, yeah, but we'll we'll cross that bridge. Um, we're not going to Mission Bay, man. I'm fuck crossing the bridge. We're gonna stay local. Somewhere on the shore. we Willy... he far away. What? Huh? Mission Bay is way too far. Way away. too far. Takapuna at a push. At a push, Devonport, and then I could just go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I mean, there's only 15 of us. We, I could do something here. Um, I have, we have space, and my garage is currently clean, so we could hang out down there. Um, did we want. Was there anything else we needed to touch on for this tournament, or that's kind of it? What's
2: your prediction, Steve?
0: Looking at these teams, um my money is going on tall guys uh, I would I'm gonna say tall guys are gonna take it purely because uh, Morange has become a beast uh, he dropped he's dropped you know a bunch of weight he's got fast he's he's quick uh, he I <laughs> It makes me it makes me so glad, but also so sad. I hate when people get better than me. <laughs> <laughs> I, as you've seen, if you've ever watched an episode of Thunderdome Thursdays, I am such a sore loser. Um so yeah, it it I I think he I mean, I gotta say, I think at the moment Morange is the best Auckland player. Um mm. and I think Yeah, I think based on the last two months but yeah I'm not gonna use Smalley. Um <laughs> Um Yeah, I think I think based on the last two months with the play, I think you ran some recent figures, right? And like he he came out at top.
2: He came out at top, yeah. Yeah.
0: And and his and like you can feel that's kinda of the case. He's just absolutely oh. killing it at the moment. Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna choose Tall guys as my as my uh horse to win it. Um stallion who you backing?
1: Based oh, on I, nothing. <laughs> I, I, I certainly don't know enough. Um, Back yourself uh, then. Oh <laughs> right,
0: sure. Zulako.
1: We'll we'll drop some marines on you. <laughs> um,
0: who did you who did you say Thanish? Uh sorry, Greg? i, I recall
2: tall guys. Yeah, I'm tall guys. like I said, because I think Rowan has proven himself to be worth more than he is. Yeah. Ben Ben plays really strong. Um, and, and like you just said, Scott has Morin has you know easily become in our top two, if not our top player over the last couple of months. so
0: well, and if you when you pair him with any of the other teams, that team becomes really good instantly mm. So um you know uh, like yeah, uh, I it's gonna be you, obviously you play the tournament to determine it, but my money's on there, which means for the second tournament in a in a row. All mate guy next door doesn't see his name engraved on the on the trophy that he donated which makes me very sad um it's not a trophy
1: it's a shield the gardener brown shield
0: <laughs> the shittest name for a trophy
1: ever <laughs> it's a growth moment you need to work on that losing badly thing i think you're
0: right about. well my wife has basically said the same thing <laughs> um yeah, uh, I think they might do it unless you guys want to say any any last any last words.
2: Oh, we are never seen from again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Steve really was a bad loser. <laughs> he, he invited everyone ran to his house and just killed everybody. no. no.
1: I, I think I understand the the scoring system now. When I first looked at this latest mm-hmm. update, I was like. Are you trying to make it so complex that no one can actually understand it and we just end up going, I I, I guess we play Space Marines five and the point system <laughs> will just yeah. sort it out? Because-
0: Greg said his team won, I guess that's the case. <laughs> Why didn't we name it the Brown Gardener Shield? Uh that that brings up a whole other <laughs> kettle of fish. <laughs> it seemed it seemed in poor taste to do that. Uh, it, it's poor taste to put your own name on a trophy anyway, but you know, young Steve full of himself. Um, but yeah, um, thank you guys so much for being on this week. Like, I really appreciate you like saving my skin. Cause, uh, I don't know if I could have vamped for an hour and a half by myself. I mean, you know, I could have just sat here and talked with the chat, but I need people to like visually be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, uh, yeah, really appreciate your expertise on the um on and all the work that you've done on the tournament so far, Greg. It's been okay, very yeah. much appreciated. Uh, to it.
1: it's gonna be awesome. Oh fucking yep. God, I can't wait, man. I'm um, super looking forward to it, yeah.
0: Are you you're you're flying up, Australian? Hey, oh yes. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm flying up, up yep.
1: flying in on the Sunday and then I'll go back on the Friday. So I'm scoring myself an extra day in Auckland. So. <laughs> Perfect. And
0: this is this is the
2: couch he's gonna be sleeping on <laughs> if his team has a higher score than mine. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah oh what's that you got downgraded to the floor perfect
2: the <laughs> <laughs> um, concrete in the garage looks comfortable enough <laughs>
0: yeah um thanks Stanley for coming on sharing like your history with us i mean uh, we we yeah. talked uh i'll probably cut us off a little short because we we talked a bunch before we went live and i was just yeah Fuck, we let's save this for the pod yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, but thank you so much for coming on, and, and um, I, I look forward to hanging out with you when you come up.
1: Yeah, I look forward to it too. Yeah, thanks oh. a lot. Oh, I Can't wait, man. It's so fucking <laughs> awesome. Uh,
0: but uh, for this week, um, I have been going next door. Uh, I've been yeah, you've been <laughs> Danish.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've been stallion.
0: Boom, nailed it. Well done, boys. Um, always remember to backtrack, kids. We will see you. We will see you next week we'll see you on tuesday i think that's when we'll see you um take care have a great week